This is Scott Becker with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. It's thrilled today to be joined by Matt Love. Matt's the CEO, president of Nicholas Children's Health System, a magnificent pediatric health system. And we're really going to focus today on sort of the changes and transformations that they've undergone over the last few years. Matt, do you want to take a second and introduce yourself, and then we'll lead right into sort of the transformation and what you've done, what the system's done over the last few years, and sort of how you see the future. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Scott. As I said, I'm uh, Matthew Love. I'm the president and CEO of Nicholas Jones Health System. It's really an, an honor to be here and to, to share this story with everybody. First of all, you know, I'm a, I'm a husband, father, grandfather, you know, family man. But, you know, what I do during the day is, is you know, I had the title of president and CEO. But when I was asked uh, recently by my daughter what I, what I really do, it's around, you know, being a pediatric healthcare advocate, advocating for the children of Florida and, and across this nation. And so just a little bit about our organization here real quick, if I may, is, you know, we're, we're a 309-bed hospital. We have over 22 locations. We see over 400,000 kids every year walk through our doors. Um, and really, our focus is around the patients and families and putting them first. We have 4,000 people that work here and that make up this family, and it's fantastic. And um, lastly, I just would like to comment that as being the only freestanding hospital pediatric hospital in South Florida, you know, that's really a privilege. It's a privilege and honor to take care of the kids that come through our doors every single day. And, and talk for a moment about where's the, the, the next closest pediatric hospital, pediatric health system, where, where is that compared to where you folks are at in, I think, Miami and so forth? Yes, there are actually four uh, specialty licensed hospitals in the state of Florida. Uh, they're on the West Coast. We're down here. There's uh, some in the middle of the state and, uh, and also in North uh, Eastern Florida. There are also a lot of other, you know, well, um, good pediatric hospitals that are part of other systems um, in, in counties around us as well. Fantastic. And, and talk a little bit about the transformation that your system's gone through over the last few years. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, as I look back over the last couple of years, two and a half, three years, um, you know, it's been a significant changes across our health system. Um, it's not really just a transition, but it's really transformational. Um, you know, this transformation really started uh, when I had the honor and privilege of recruiting a new executive team, you know, really filled with superstars. Right? These superstars had, you know, one thing in common for us, a priority for delivering amazing patient care and uh, operational excellence. All of this I focus on children. So that was about two and a half years ago. And the first thing on our agenda was really focusing on the fundamentals. You know, so you say, well, what do I mean by that? Right, so this is really doing things well, every day, every minute, every patient, all the time. Right, this also has been referred to as back to basics, but you know, that really didn't capture the essence of, of things here. We needed to really focus, in all sense of the word, on operations and implementation. This also meant connecting back to our purpose, right? Taking care of children. That's what we do. That's all we do. I found that we needed to re-engage everyone to let our physicians, our nurses, our caregivers do what they do best, take care of children. You know, this led to one of our first mottos is children and families first. This means all the time for, for everybody, you know, before me, before anybody else in the organization, patients and families first. So out of focusing on these fundamentals, you know, grew our four pillars. Um, and we've been really focused on these over the last couple of years. Amazing patient care, operational excellence, building the future and focus on us. This really led to our three-year strategic plan, which I'm going to talk about here in a minute. Um, but as I mentioned earlier, we have to execute on the fundamentals um, in an, uh, an exceptional and a disciplined manner. 
right? Wait, this, let, me, let me stop you for a second, huh? because this, this is a great, and I don't want to lose sight of this, and let me just slow you down for one second so our audience can take some notes and so forth. We talked about sort of three core things, and I'm going to ask you to, to, to give me a little bit more on the four pillars in a moment. But you talked about, look, you can't do anything without ultimately building a great leadership team. So, so a big part of this was, was building a great leadership team. Um, you know, anybody who's served as CEO or any kind of leader knows that they are very lonely by themselves and they can't do a very good job of themselves, but building a great team is everything. So that was fundamental to foundational to making this all work. Then you talked about focusing on the fundamentals in, in operations, the blocking and tackling. There's so many great ideas out there, but at the end of the day, most of us know that a huge amount of leadership is just focusing on execution and making sure things get done right every single day. And then you talked about the four pillars. Can you articulate again those four pillars just so everybody was taking notes on those, they can they can take those down too? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So the first one is, is operational excellence, uh, amazing patient care, building the future, and focus on us. Fantastic. And so talk now about strategic plan, building the future. You, you've got things in order. It's going great. I've had a chance to visit with different leaders over the years from Nicholas Children's Health System, and it's, it's amazing what you've accomplished um, and some great leaders that are very, very bought in, very, very focused on greatness there. Talk about what the future looks like and the strategic plan looks like. Yeah, so uh, great. So the, the thing around, you know, as we look at building the future, um, as you mentioned, you got to get the fundamentals right. And so, you know, we did a lot of work on that. And so now as we take a look towards the future, right, so, so this is about our strategic plan. So we did do a strategic plan right in the middle of a pandemic, um, which really helped guide us through the pandemic and then really set the stage for us here afterwards, right? So the strategic plan really is around building on clinical programs. Um, physician recruitment facilities. And so things along, along these lines, Scott, you know, we will be uh, building a new, uh, brand new state-of-the-art surgical tower, uh, expansion of services uh, here. Um, we're also going to go down the pathway of, of building great clinical institutes around, you know, the four programs around ortho, heart, cancer, um, and ortho. And so really coordinated care around the patient and the families with all of the subspecialties that are needed to, to go around those patients. Um, we will continue to recruit, you know, the best and the brightest, best and brightest folks. You know, can't do this without them, right? From physicians and nurses to all the support staff. Um, and then the last part of it really is around partnering with like-minded organizations. You know, healthcare, it, it takes a village right, um, in terms of trying to move the dial on, on all of these great needles and, and great outcomes that we need to do. And so how do we, you know, partner with folks that are like us to help drive those, those changes on a go-forward basis? Thank you. We've talked about uh, new surgical tower, hiring, recruiting constantly in core and in subspecialties and specialties, the best and the brightest, both physicians, nurses, uh, other care providers, um, orthopedics, oncology, cardiovascular, uh, we've also, you've also talked about partnerships. What does a great pediatric health system, what does the system need to be great at? Do we have a real impact on its community and in the future? What do you have to be just, when you think about this, Matt, I, obviously you need a magnificent team, magnificent staff, magnificent doctors, but are there areas you just have to be great at to, to excel and have the impact you want to have over the next decade or so? 
Yeah, you know, like with most organizations, you know, this is about great people and not only the leadership, but the frontline staff, the doctors, the nurses. And so when I look at great pediatric health care, there's things that are going to be on the primary care side and, and the low acuity side. But really what makes us different is a subspecialized care. And if I can maybe take a minute, just talk about an example here, because this is really fundamentally the excitement that, that you will hear in my passion, my voice, and, and everybody else that works here. So, so think about this, right? If you're a father or a mother or grandparent, you know, what happens, you know, when, when your son or daughter has a, gets their hand smashed, right? Really bad injury. You don't need an orthopedic surgeon. What you need is a, is a team of folks, a subspecialized pediatric trained hand surgeon, right? That's what we have here. We have a hand trained plastic surgeon in pediatrics, right? So these folks all focus around kids, not just adults. And so why do we do that? Because these, you know, we know these kids are going to use their hands for another 70, 80 years, right? They're going to play sports. They're going to write. They're going to hold hands with their significant other at some point in, in, in their lives. Um, but we also have to round it out with great subspecialty uh, physical therapists that are trained in pediatrics, right? So it's different. And so when I look at pediatric health care, that's what it's about. That's what make, makes us special in terms of being able to do those things for the kids we serve. Fantastic. And as you head into this 2022, Matt, what are you most focused on and excited about? You know, it's really around um, our people and our growth. Um, we will continue to recruit uh, great physicians. We've recruited more physicians last year than we have in the previous uh, five years combined, um, but also around talent, right? And so, like a lot of other folks in this industry right now and, and outside this industry, recruitment and retention of, of talent is, is key. And so we're, we're going to continue to uh, enhance our benefits, for example, you know, enhance our perks, you know, paid, uh, paid paternal leave, those types of things that really uh, folks are looking for as an employer and to be an employer of, of choice. So both on the clinical side and on the employee side will be our big focus as we, as we look forward to 2022. Thank you, Matt. It's always, for me, a great privilege to get to visit with you and to visit with those that run our pediatric health systems throughout the country, just a magnificent part of our ecosystem. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, when I have grandkids in South Florida, we'll come see you. Right now we're in South Florida, but without grandkids, but at some point we'll have them, we'll come see you guys. Thank you so much for joining us and magnificent what you do. Thank you, and you're welcome anytime down here.